rob us, we're just gonna have to take it. But if I work for my money and I get paid, right, mm-hmm. and then I put that money in my savings account, the money that I got paid on, which I obviously paid taxes on because it came from a paycheck, and then I want to give that to you when I die, right? Same money that I already got taxed by the same as that government. State tax? No, no, no. I'm just using that as an example. I can use anything. Anything you do with your money, these niggas want to tax you on it, right? Which is cool and all, but yeah. sometimes it's like, that's money I was already taxed. That was for my employment money. Yeah. So what, are we, what am I being taxed for? I already paid tax. Because they're paying tax because they want more money. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. There's nothing you can do about it. But no. I mean, but there are ways to hide that. There's a way so that, like, the way you set it up, so that way, when somebody, like, dies, <clears throat> you don't pay taxes on that money. Or yeah, life pay, insurance. I mean, life insurance or just other things. You Annuities. There's a lot of ways. You can just pay, like, the lowest tax minimum that's needed. Are we live? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have fucking picking my teeth with a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You didn't hear that before. My bad to the listeners. Yo, why you... Because it's the best time to start uh, podcast. If you know, you know, pod. Welcome to the pod, man. You're your boy, your big boy, Rashad. You already know. And your big homie, Vlad. Oh, big homie now. Yeah, you, I'm, you I'm stepping it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm stepping it up a little bit. I'm tired of being disrespected and mistreated. Who disrespected you? Not nobody, but it just sounds good <laughs> to say that. Nobody disrespected me. Nothing's bully, wrong. Bully and Bill character for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. It did? It, I mean, it did, yeah. Okay. A little bit, build confidence and some resiliency. All right, you know what I mean. Make sure you know no 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 bitch. No no no. At least not <laughs> mentally. Okay. Definitely. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt. Yeah. How long did that last? Until <laughs> you get your fucking ass whooped. Until you got snuff for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that should change real quick. Nah, man, we got so much shit to talk about. We took a little bit of time off. I don't want to weigh on a trip. I had to take a break from the pod. The pod was getting crazy, all that attention. <laughs> it was just a lot for me to handle. All the tension because Lillian was in your bag? Yeah, man. Lillian had me out here. Everybody wanted my autograph and shit now because she came through and, and blessed the pod. But no, thank you for all the new listeners. Thank you for all the old listeners, the old day ones. And the day sevens, we, we fuck with you too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we only got seven episodes right now. So. Or, no, we have eight. Well, we have, this is the eighth. No, we this have is nine. Eight. This is number nine. Damn, we on nine? Yeah, you acting. Oh, Come on, you see now? You don't know? You don't know how to count? We on nine. Yeah, we on nine. Uh, thanks again for Lillian the blessing the podcast with her presence. She really was out here making stuff happen and giving our, you know, we finally got some female perspective on a lot of things that we needed, you know, so. Maybe we'll we'll hear her back in the future. You know, she already knows. She yeah, as long as she keep agreeing with everything we say, basically, yeah. she can come back because we can't be having nobody trying to change the whole <laughs> change the whole pot up. Like, nah, she got she got to fuck with us. <laughs> nah, man, fucking, I'm, I'm I feel like I hate going. Like, you know that that after go back to work after vacation feeling. Mm-hmm. That shit sucks, bro. That's the worst feeling in the world. It's almost as bad as two days before you get paid on like at work. You know it what is, I mean by that? But it, it's good when you get paid when you come back to work. That's facts. But them two days or a day before you get paid, be hurting. bro, that's when your lunch is, you get the no, the real cheap lunch. That's when your diet works. Your, your, your diet is super effective the day before or two days before you get paid because that's when you're the brokest. You don't got no money. <laughs> so, you know what? I really should eat that salad in the fridge. I should eat them leftovers. Or I bring the tuna in. Yeah, I, bring, <laughs> I really will bring the tuna in. You make some good decisions two days before you get paid. 
And then you get paid, and then you fuck around, went to Philippe. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody who get paid always got to do the, I mean, I just got paid. I can just treat myself for one meal. <laughs> just one, one meal. One meal turned to a whole $23 week. $23 meal. Yeah, well, it turned to a whole week, and then the next week, you fuck around. Like, damn, I got a penny pinch because you went to brunch on Saturday and Sunday, and now it's $100 a pop because you was drinking the Henny and the, uh, you know, and the shitty-ass fucking mimosas. Wait, can we talk about how, like, there are different type of brunches? Like, there are different type of brunches for quality. Like, you got the turn-up brunches, Mm -hmm. which usually the food isn't good in quality. The drinks are serviceable, but it's more so for the turn-up. And then you have your brunch spots that are strictly for, like, really, really, really good food and good drinks. But there is no turn-up vibe after. Yeah, yeah. Either or, you're going to spend $100 at each of them. But which one do you choose? The turn up. You know that I'm going to say that already. <laughs> Period. I'll eat when I, I I'd eat. rather see... No, nah, I'd rather the food, like a good brunch, and then I'll go find somewhere after. No, nah, I like when the turn up is at the brunch, and I can barely eat my food because I just want to stand up and just go vibe with the energy. That's that's what I like. Yeah, but you can get like the steak and eggs, like from, and they, they steak is from Western Beef. And the eggs <laughs> is from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> the powder <laughs> The big fluffy yellow McDonald's. Yeah. And then you pay in fucking sixty dollars for that shit. Like just for that. And then like people are like, Oh, you gonna be fixed up to mimosas. No, they they don't be really filling that shit up. They it's hella orange juice and a spritz of fucking champagne. Yeah, that should be giving me a, they be using really cheap champagne too. I should yeah. give me a headache sometimes. They use cooks or Andre or Yeah, I hate that. I don't even actually I really don't even like champagne to keep it a buck. No, I don't I like know why, champagne. but it gives me a headache. That cheap champagne be fucking me up. Champagne is an acquired taste. Like, well, also it's like, uh, like as, as more money you make, the better the champagne. That shit gets good, but you can't do that every day because you're gonna go fucking broke. I wish I had a fucking a hot key for a shot fired. Some <laughs> <laughs> nigga trying to come at me. No, I did. I'm more, just saying. The more money you make, then the better the champagne. You don't get the headache anymore. You <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Look, you you like you fuck with Viva Clico. I don't know champagne, bro. Come on, man. You mad fancy. You was I in, know. I know bourbons, though. That's it. Rums and bourbons. Spain. You, was, you wasn't drinking no champagne in Spain? No, nah, I didn't. Not that you I didn't even realize that. No, nah, I didn't. I never wow. popped a champagne bottle. Did you drink wine when you were there? Mm-hmm. You had to have wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coffee? Wine makes me tired, though. Yeah, I had coffee. Yeah, people are like, oh, wine drunk gets me lit. I'm like, how? That shit yeah, is that mad. Should, that like, shit I've me never out. drink wine and turned up. No. <laughs> like, that no, shit hard. is the opposite. It's hard. Yeah, you know, that's another thing I don't understand. There's a couple of things I don't know the prices on and understand how the money works. I don't really know what makes a wine expensive. Kind of like how I don't know what how jewelry works. Like, jewelry just having to be crazy. These crazy prices on it. It's be mad expensive. But if you gave me a, a chain that was like, or a watch or whatever, and it was like, oh, this is a $200,000 watch. Mm-hmm. And you gave me a watch that was a $5,000 watch. Only because of the way it's gleaming and the way it's ble- like just bla- blaze like in your eyes and blinding you, mm-hmm. that's the only difference I would tell. But if that fake watch has a bigger shine, I'm gonna think that one's the one that's more quality. I really don't know the difference between qual- qualities and wine and quality and jewelry. Wine, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. Somebody else probably want to know that too. There's plenty of people, but I mean, like just like anything, you gotta do your due diligence. Like with wine, I mean, not even wine. With gold and like silver, you really gotta go to a lot of places, see like how it's weighted. Um, like, you know, real gold bends. Like, so that's how you, you have to know, like, the little intricacies of, like, how gold is and how it's formed. Because a lot of stuff is gold plated. It's not, like, actually 
like 14 karat gold because real gold is like probably uh 900 a share right now but like <laughs> that's why i was laughing back in the day when people were stealing iphones when the price of gold was over like fourteen hundred dollars a share, mm-hmm. so if you saw some like like you know back in the eighties when they used to steal gold chains yeah, yeah. and rob people for their gold teeth and stuff, like you was actually smarter than you probably make a lot more money. But people out here catching charges over iPhones and then they track the IMEI and then <laughs> you get caught and jammed up for an iPhone charge when you could have took a gold chain and you would have made way more money. You know you gotta be smart. That's a true no, but those, no, those are just smart criminals. You gotta know how the criminal mind works. That's why you gotta watch like all oh, the. You, net- you switching it up on us on this episode. You coming, <laughs> you coming with that talk? Said, nah, nah, fuck that. Yo, you gotta be up on the scams. You gotta see how they work. Like you, the scam man. So you gotta know the mind of a scammer. Yeah, yo, listen, so the scammers out here is too smart. They got a new scam right now. I don't know how they doing it, but they just took somebody for nineteen thousand from a savings account. Wait, what? Crazy. I don't know what they did. Wait, nineteen thousand? Yep. Yep, from a savings account. They they ported her number, and there's this new scam where people port your number, and then you know they transfer money or move your money, and then when they ask for the verification code, it's gonna go to your phone, but mm-hmm. they ported your number, so it's gonna go to wherever they have control of your number. Do oh. you verify? The t- so they do that. It verifies, and then they change maybe you know some other your personal information like your address, your phone number. So even if the bank tries to hit you up. They're hitting up the scammer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, they, they're just getting more active. And, and the, the more new things we have, the more vulnerabilities they are. But it's really just a loss to the bank because the, the client's not going to take the loss. I forgot the proper yeah. term. It's called yeah, social engineering. There's mad people who can get, who get caught every single day with social engineering. And it's like when it's basically the process of you getting information from somebody. Mm-hmm. But like I can actually, oh, Hey, Vlad, how you doing? Yeah, this is Rashad calling from National Grid. I just need your social to verify something. And, like, because I'm presenting myself as somebody who's um, credible from a credible source, you're so, oh, yeah, here's my social. But, like, knowing if you you are aware, you'd be like, nah, like, you would only ask me for the last four. You would never ask me for the full. Or they'll ask you for something else. Oh, what's your email? Like, little things. Um... So, yeah, for the social engineering definition is the use of centralized planning in an attempt to manage social change and regulate the future development of behavior in society. Or you can do, that's number one. Number but that's two the more is, malicious Yeah, way number two it. is in the context of information security, the use of deception to manipulate individuals into divulging confidential or personal information that may be used for fraudulent purposes. So people get hit with that every day, especially with like Instagram, Twitter, or your regular email People will get it. You'll get an email. I, I laugh every time I get them, but you'll get emails from like a fake Apple, like, oh, say like Apple support. Oh, can you verify this? Apple's never, ever going to ask you to verify something. And it, and if they do check the email, yeah. it's going to be apple.com, not apple support.com. So, yeah. so a term we have for that in our field is called phishing. But yeah, we have phishing too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, they kind of like phishing for, for you to, for you to fuck up. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, no, no, that shit works though. People fall for that, like every day. Yeah, people fall for that. You can't like so. I think people need to start to be more cognizant of these like little tactics and things. Because listen, you can't be out here getting scammed with all this information out here. There's too much information for you to get scammed. One hundred percent. Like you don't, you, you know, you, like there's just there's there's a lot of scams, but there's more ways to just not let them happen if you just don't get 
you know, don't get vulnerable, don't get silly, mm-hmm. don't get stupid, and you'll still you'll catch you'll catch people slipping when they want to get you for your money. But um, I wanted to talk to you about something. I purposely didn't mention it. Right? I wish Lillian was here on this pod because this would be a very interesting oh, topic. And um, this don't got nothing to do with bread. But um, Ti was wilding. <laughs> Ti's my guy. Tip Harris was wilding. Yo, what's good with your boy? That's your boy. That's not my boy. You think he was wilding or was he being protective for what his for his daughter? I saw people saying that it was a joke, but was it? Yeah, because they said like like I guess it was on a podcast and I guess the women there were laughing like he was laughing like I think I think he's it was as meant as a joke but everybody's taking it very very seriously so it's kind of a weird I don't joke. know the context of it like I mean if if it is true then he was really bugging the fuck out like you can't be going to the gynecologist with your daughter checking making sure her hymen is still intact she must be agreeing to it right because isn't she over age I think she's eighteen now. Like, yeah, but at the same time, and then I was listening to, you know, social media and reading things and people saying, like, there's a lot of things that can, like, break your hymen without you even having sexual intercourse. So, like, it's not like a valid, um, like a valid, uh, what I'm talking about. It's not like a valid way of knowing. Yeah, a valid way of knowing that, like, oh, you had sex because your hymen's not there. So, yeah, (laughs) but nah, he was wilding out, if that's true. (laughs) Nah, like he was, you know, people. Some people saying he's joking, but why would you be joking about your your eighteen year old daughter's sex I, life? But That's then weird. again, you need context, like, because they probably were asking him questions. Oh, are you overprotective about your daughter or something? Like, oh, so he just brought it in, like, yo, yeah, I do this. Probably. I mean, I didn't watch the clip, so I don't know. I didn't watch the clip either. We shouldn't be talking about other people's podcasts on here. You know, we're trying to grow, so let's keep <laughs> let's keep it right here on out. No, but at the same time, like people. Like, you need more context before you condemn people and start to, like, accuse them or, oh, that's fucking all toxic masculinity or you're overprotected. Like, first, find out all the context of what happened, what was said, and then then make your decision from there. You're right. That's very irresponsible of me to bring up something that I didn't even actually watch myself. <laughs> pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. But something I am excited about, uh, we're all excited about this. Some people are annoyed about it because they be too aggressive with the promotion and the ads trying to get you to spend money. But the holidays is around the corner. Mm. What's up? What's up? Your birthday is coming up, too. Because, you know what I mean? The holidays, Big Christmas, facts. Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Karen's potato salad's coming out. Who the fuck is Karen? Who's Karen? <laughs> Who the fuck is Karen? Karen's the white girl who makes the, the really bad uh, potato salad. Just, you ever heard about her? I, I think I have. Well, uh, it's not happening. Like, On Black Twitter, did we talk about Karen's oh, potato salad? Oh, nah, you good. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I wanted to bring up the holidays because, you know, a lot of people I've been saying uh, when the holiday time comes around, they always talk about how, like, it's a scam and it's all for ad and promo. And I just want to know what people really feel about that. You know, I think the holidays that might although that might be true, it does bring really good energy, I think, around people, their families. And I don't know. I just I'm just I'm always excited for Christmas time. It brings my family together. We have this really dope. Um, tradition that we do that a lot of people who are outsiders have came to our family and seen the tradition and then kind of like piggybacked off it or did things like what we do because of how 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 cool it is mm-hmm. so what is your christmas like you do christmas eve celebrations you do christmas celebrations what's your holidays like well <clears throat> how much money you spent on the holiday oh yeah you talk about that new bag you got now so yo relax. ladies let me let you know right now 
Rashad is walling. He's tricking for Christmas. I'm not no trick. He's he doesn't. He's every he's lying. You'll be sadly mistaken. He's tricking for Christmas. Nah, but um, <clears throat> Christmas usually like you know everybody comes over because it's my birthday. So all my all my family comes over and we'll cook and chill. Start you know play some board games. Trying to like now that everybody is you know getting older. As far as like a lot of my cousins and myself, we'll like. <clears throat> start to play spades, we'll drink some Hennessy, you know, get some Coquito, you know. Ooh. You gotta have the vibes on deck. Gotta have the vibes. Coquito. Bring the libations. Um, yeah, but like more so it's time for like everybody to come together and, and, and spend a good time. And then as far as gifts and planning, for me, I like to like get gifts that are more so meaningful for people and like that they can use in their everyday life. But also I do know like a lot of people spend a lot of money for the holidays, yeah, and put themselves in a bad position, like for the next week. Well, that's because or... their tax returns are at the around the corner, so they know they can rebound from the holidays. Oh my gosh, no, that's not how you should be approaching it. <laughs> that's, that's what's going. <laughs> that's that's what the game is, though. That's all right. I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy that. You know, I got this. I got this quick three thousand, four thousand coming in. Mm-hmm. If people use their tax returns a little bit better, they can they can hold on to some good money and make some good decisions. If you rack up on, especially if you got a kid or two, I think if you could claim somebody's kid. Let me borrow you. Let me borrow, let me borrow your junior real quick. I think get the two, tax years, money. two years ago was the first time that I wasn't looking for my tax return. Like, I was in a better position to where I was like, okay, like, oh, my tax return's coming. It's cool. Like, it wasn't something like, you know, a lot of, and I've been there before where you're sitting there like, damn, your tax return time, I'm about to make, I'm about to make hella money. Or, and you were just waiting on it. But like now I don't like wait on it. It's like, okay, cool. Like it's here. It's just an extra surplus that's coming in. But yeah, I try to look at it because, like, one, you're forced to make, you're forced to look and say, like, how much are you getting taxed, and then how much are you getting back? Because there be people who be coming out with ten thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars, a whole bunch of fucking money. The more money I made, the less I got back. <laughs> I don't really fully understand how that works, but somebody that I know, she was able, she somehow convinced her mother to let her claim her little sisters, and she used to do that all through like. Late high school, she used to claim her little sisters, and she was getting a whole bag off of that. She was only every taxi student, she was like, La 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 la, walking down the block with a big old smile on her face, feeling good, knew everything. She was wild, she got a new web, she was living good off of her little sister tax dollars. So, I don't know how that shit works, but some people know how to work that system well, and some people don't. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm, with the money that I make, it comes out to being like, you know, the same typical amount basically everybody gets. Mm-hmm. But regardless, like, like, so like you said, you didn't get to really anticipate yours like that because you don't really have to anymore. Yeah. So I anticipate mine because I still look, think it looks pretty. I think it's attractive to see that, you know, that check come in. Still makes you feel good. But my shit was geared towards bills. But I was still excited. Like, I was still yeah. like, I was still like, oh, yeah, that shit coming in. <laughs> I mean, you are, but at the same time, if you look, if you truly sit down and look at how much you're taxed, you're going to be like, oh, shit, like, it's not fun. As, like, I can understand, like, and this is funny as hell, but I can understand why, like, Republicans will sit there, like, a lot of people who are conservative, and really start to be like, yeah, I'm trying to hide my money, less tax, let's lower the tax rate. Because you can see there's a big fucking gap when you start to make more money, and it'll, and this, like, ties into politics and how you you should vote vote for policies not for people because when you start to make more money look you say you come from 
you were making thirty thousand, right? And then say you bump up to eighty, right? So now, let's say you bump up to ninety because now you're in a new bracket. Then you bump up to one hundred and fifty. Your tax, as you grow, as you grow in salary, your tax only gets fucking higher. And you're sitting there thinking like, oh yeah, I'm making more money now. You're like chopped up a lot more. That yeah. shit, yeah. it gets worse. And then you're sitting there like, damn, like the more I'm trying to come up, and the more money that I make, the more money that's taken from me, and it's not. That's why I don't get gas off of the money that I make right now, because it's like, all right, they just, I'm, st- I'm like getting, you're getting such a, yo, you get, you be getting like chopped up. You just seen that thing with Bill Gates recently, right? What? Where he was doing, he was at um a conference or he's doing an interview, and they were asking him about tax dollars because obviously he's Bill Gates and you know he's a, he's a very generous, wealthy person, but even he was like, look, I pay like the most in taxes. Like he wasn't bragging, but he was just saying I pay the most in taxes out of majority of people in the world. Mm-hmm. He, he said. If you take my ten billion and make me pay twenty billion, uh, no big deal, right? It's kind of funny that he's saying that about billions. He goes, "You turn my ten billion to billion, twenty billion, uh, no, no big deal." But if you turn my twenty billion into a hundred billion, now I gotta look at what's really going on and see what's no, 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 time out. Now you're wilding. And he's and even though he has way more money than that, now, now the principle it doesn't even matter that he has the money to pay for it. Now you're violating. But I don't know. I feel like we get violated in the tax field consistently all the time like for example and, we, and because you were talking about education i wanted to bring this up so i live in massapequa right mm-hmm. i live in massapequa and and um i'm in what they call amityville school district yes. right now there's a lot of counties and a lot of towns that have districts and and um borders and they draw these lines for where the school the school borders are mm-hmm. but that shit don't make no sense and it sounds like the biggest scam in the world, and it's it's a very typical situation that we've already seen before. So I'm in Massapequa school district. I'm in Massapequa's town. I'm walking distance from their schools. I am. My mom paid Massapequa's taxes. Nassau County. Therefore, yeah. I'm sorry, Nassau County taxes. So the difference between other people who might think they understand this is if you're not really understand this area, it's not just a school zone. I live by the borderline of two different counties. So I live in Nassau County, but I'm on the borderline of Suffolk County, and I'm being forced to go to a school in Suffolk County. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different tax setup. My mother pays the Nassau taxes, but we all had to go to Amityville. Mm-hmm. And they actually drew this invisible line that they like to draw and give fancy a fancy name to right in the area where the there's a lot of minorities who live in that part of Massapequa. Yep. And the school district in Massapequa is on paper better than the school district in Amityville. So what justification, and, I, and I, this is something that's bothered me for years, but I've never been in a, in a place where I wanted to actually go do something about it. But what justification could they possibly have for this nonsense? Like that shit doesn't make any sense at all. She's paying Nassau's taxes. And I went to Amityville school district, a school district that's not as good, but she's pay, but a lot of her tax, the majority of her tax dollars go to what? School Education. Team. Education. But, so how was this deal or how did this even even last this long? This, that shit is blasphemy. It doesn't make any sense. Why is nobody mad about that? Why is nobody as mad as they should be? I mean, changing that now would be a big change because like then all a big um, a big inflow of 
of uh, students would be having to would have to go to Massapequa, mm-hmm. and it would be a whole adjustment, and there'll probably be some shade, and so a lot of teachers treating them funny. It'll be it would create a whole wave, a whole crazy situation. Yeah. But the point is, that's not their fault. That's the people's fault in the beginning. Who's trying to be funny? Who's trying to be sneaky? That shit makes no sense at all. It was well, it was mainly done for like segregation purposes. If okay, you think, if you think about it, look. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying because. That side of Massapequa is all predominantly African American, and then it stops right on, like a lot of people that lived on that side, like right across the street. That was the middle school was Burner, the uh, Massapequa Middle School. Like you could literally walk to Massapequa Middle School. Yeah, I like can literally, walk there. like two minutes, and then. But it was mainly for segregation and purposes. Like, and if you look at Long Island, Long Island is very, very segregated. There's no. No other, like, no more blatant spot of segregation than crossing from Hempstead into Garden City, especially on the Grand, on the Grand, on the Baldwin Road side. Like, so <laughs> on one side of the street is a corner store, laundromat, gas station, everything. I shit you not, right, ac- directly right across the street. Big ass tree, like, whole bunch of trees mansions like literally i'm right across the fucking street yeah. like literally right across yeah. the street and you're like yo what the fuck who designed how the fuck did this happen you i've never seen a bigger change in, in anywhere like you know they're saying like oh when you cross the train tracks everything changes yeah that is exactly that like but a lot of it is due to you know racist policies yeah, that but, were implemented but have, have you ever heard of words like I mean, have you ever heard of redlining? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, do you know what the Community Reinvestment Act is? Uh, no. Basically, in a, in a more in a mortgage field, it's just something that says you lenders, banks, and other lenders cannot judge oh, they based can, yeah, off of based off of off of stereotypes and, and discriminatory discriminatory things, right? Yeah. So we literally have laws in place that are extremely similar to this exact thinking and these exact issues, exact. They have it. That's why they have names for entrenchment. Niggas will get sued for shit like this. How has nobody said we're suing for this? This is clear cut discrimination. Because how is it not discrimination? Suing if people, you go in, in East Massapequa and you t- they took a tally on race, mm-hmm. you know, we saw all these applications with race. I guarantee you there'll be a whopping amount of minorities in that tally. But when you go into like suing people, like the, the justice system is based off of money. Like, it's not based off a of fair and equal treatment. It's based off of money. Anybody that tells you it's based off a of fair and equal treatment is fucking full of shit. Because, think about it. If you can't afford a good enough lawyer, what do you get? A public defendant. How many cases does a public defendant have? Probably 40. Like, so, you're not getting the same quality of representation when you go to a court. And then also, you have money. Because if you're a regular working class citizen... You have to take off of work in order to go fight this case. So then is it worth it? Because now you're not getting paid for these days of work in order to go through this lawsuit. So like it's very. I that's kind to me. That is true. But in this scenario and tell me if you feel me or not. If you lived in East Massapequa, if I lived in, as, as as homeowners and adults with children. Hmm? Right. If you live in East Massapequa, if I live in East Massapequa, if all the like-minded young professionals hypothetically had kids that we know lived in Mass East Massapequa, and then we're paying with the same knowledge that we have right now, we're paying taxes in Nassau County, which we're already going to be annoyed at because 
Taxes are not like a mortgage bill. That shit is annual, so you feel it. Mm-hmm. So we're paying more taxes, and we're feeling that out of our pocket because we're in Nassau. Don't you're not gonna be. You're not gonna. You're not. You're gonna let that rock. No. And I, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me just. Let me just say this. I honestly do not know if Massapequa East Massapequa residents get a. Ta- I'm just. I'm just playing devil's advocate. If they get some type of tax break because they're. Their district is gonna be considered Amityville. That's me being very, very devil's advocate. I highly doubt that. Probably that sounds kind of considerate of them to do that, and that's a whole different county. Like that sounds like work for them to do mm-hmm. to give uh, residents of a whole. Di- Everything is yo. If you get pulled over, if you get pulled over and, and by Amityville cops in Massapequa, they don't. Even, they take you to the Seaford precinct. Like you're not going. Like they're very strict with their with their little rules the about their counties and their jurisdictions. So they're gonna just be flexible with this one? I don't think so. So I don't know. I don't understand. I feel like if that was us, I'm not gonna sit here. I'm like, nah. We're gonna have to have arguments. We're gonna be in that courtroom. We're gonna rise other people's attention. We're gonna go hard because this is not happening. I'm not gonna send my kid. And you're sending your kid to a school district, mind you. I'm very happy that I went to Amityville. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have wanted to go to Massapequa with the fucking, you know, Aaron addicts <laughs> and shit. <laughs> I wouldn't have went. I wouldn't wanted to go there anyway. Yeah. But that's not the point. The point is. I was forced to go somewhere else. I didn't have the choice or I didn't go where I technically should have been going. Well, that kind of goes into a different, a separate topic. Like, and I've had this conversation off air with a lot of people. What if you could take your tax dollars that goes to schools? Like, because majority of your property tax dollars go to um, the schools. What if you could take that money and choose which district your child is going to go to? I got you one better. I got you one even better. No, that... That's fire. That's fire. But I got you one better. And this is 2019, so it's not about if we can do it. We're just not doing it because we do a lot of other more complex shit. What if you could take, and this is me being super generous to the government and that side of things. Mm-hmm. What if you could take 30% of your tax dollars? So 70% is going to do what it's already doing now. Mm-hmm. What if you could take 30% of your tax dollars and divvy them up and and in a box in, your, in a fucking phone app, there's options, road and infrastructure, school, um, fucking police, um, fucking whatever, all the things you can you can delegate to, and mm-hmm. you can literally divvy up that thirty percent to things that complement you more that you want, and the people in your area will be dedicated. Like I don't want to pay for Yankees, I don't want to pay for prisoners, I don't want to pay for that because I don't care about that guy. Has nothing to do about me. But you know what? I do live in the Bronx, and I'm fucking tired of this traffic and this road issue. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I want to put a little bit more of my tax dollars towards roads and infrastructure. Why is that not like a thing? Like I feel like then you know what? Oh my fault. You know why it's not a thing? My fault. My fault. Yeah. No. Nah, but why wanna, is that not a thing? Do you want to know why? It's not that sounds like a. That sounds easy. For sure. But do you want to know why it's not a thing? Because because they because they losing money in the end of the day or where because they want it to can't, go. Can't hide the money. You can't misappropriate the funds anymore because now it's more accountable. Like a lot of the beautiful things, fucking plan. No, for sure. I, and I like when it comes to money. And like governmental agencies, whether it be the town, village, city, they are never going to show you exact an itemized receipt of where this money is going. They're the only ones who don't have to show a receipt. <laughs> exactly, they're the only ones. Could you imagine if like and I, and I had this written down? Imagine if your school had to send you a fiscal invoice, a, a financial invoice every quarter to see where your child's dollars were going, where how much was going to lunch, how much was going to teachers, how much was going to facilities. Like, because then now you you can really see how the quality of education is. And 
Like, and even with the town, you want to see where your money goes. You just give a blank check. You give a, not a blank check, but you give however much, $7,000 a year to go, oh, taxes. It's such a propped up fucking word. Yeah. Taxes is, okay, it's the, the you know, the um, the system of being taxed. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're taking your money to do this. Okay, where the fuck is my money going? Because now you have officials, you get elected officials who, there's a lot of, Perks that they get, like, oh, paid travel when they go to Albany or when they go to different events. You have all these, like, fleets of cars, like, it's just gas cars. Like, they're just running up bills and there's no... They've been making up fees and shit for taxes but, and all that shit. But, Dude, like... The, the fuck is a convenience fee? Exactly. And, like, look, if you get a ticket, they're like, oh, a $50 convenience the fee. The fuck is and that? And you're going to be like, what the fuck is a convenience fee? What the fuck is that? So Who that am I inconvenience So that a fucking old clerk can sit there for fucking... Have you ever been to, like, a town hall? Like, there are people there who should not fucking nah, be working. Like, nah. because everything should be automated at this point. You shouldn't be fucking sitting at the... How you charging ta- me a fee to pay you? Nigga, if you don't want the money, you don't exactly. take it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to take <laughs> it. How you charging me a fee to give you money? Because, like, you got convenience fee. There should be no fucking convenience Bro, fee. let me tell None you how crazy things. I am. When a, One time Elizabeth was paying for a semester, right? She was sitting in my room. She was on my laptop. I'm, I'm, yo, this shit, this kind of talk really makes me fucking crazy. And just to fast forward real quick... Our inability as a our inability as a society of people incapable of coming together leads these people who run these organizations and these in these big control organizations and conglomerates to just charge us shit like this and get away with it because we can't come together and stand up for shit and fight against ridiculous shit because mm-hmm. we're too busy in our own lives. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So she's paying her school bill, right? Nothing, nothing abnormal, and she gets to the finish line. Mind you, she's paying it on my laptop. It's mm-hmm. online. And she gets to the finish line. She's paying her fucking tuition. And she gets to the finish line and they charge, they say there's a $15 convenience fee. So I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. don't hiss at me. I'm like, the fuck you mean there was a $15 convenience fee? So she's like, yeah, I'm just going to pay this. I'm like, mm, what do you mean you're just going to pay it? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Who are you inconveniencing? We're doing this electronically, right? A, it's going to get accepted electronically. And you're going to their school and paying. How are you inconveniencing them? You're, they're not doing you, you a know, favor. The and then, and I was going, no, I was going mad hard. I was like, so I wrote them a letter. <laughs> no, I was mad. I was like, now nah, I'm gonna get on my white shit. and I'm gonna write a letter. Mm-hmm. So they try to, so they can acknowledge it, and they didn't. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, I was tight. I'm like, yo, can y'all just so think about it? If think about all the all the um all the students that are probably paying online yeah, per semester, extra money, multiply it by fifteen. How was that just? But not That's not that. just, it's, bro. It's the the payment processing. Like so, like think about it. you ever been to a store and they say, "Oh, uh, the credit card minimum." It's not fifteen dollars. No, I mean there is or no even mi- close. There is no minimum. It's either you accept cards or you don't. No, there's a fee they pay. No, it's, it's they a pay very a, small a pro- fee. They pay a processing fee. But yep. when like you go into a store and they say, "Oh, it's a minimum," there are no. It's either you accept cards or you don't. There's no minimum. No, no. They just have the math that if they pay yes, ten dollars for sure or less, but that has but that has nothing to do with a transaction. Con- that has nothing to do with a consumer. No, but it has nothing to do with the consumer. You, I understand why they yeah, do yeah, it. Though. No, for sure, I, yeah. I understand why they do it too. So, yeah. but that is how they also make money in the same way with these companies. So, like, yeah, but that's bullshit. My it nigga. is bullshit. But look at the school cameras, the the speed cameras that they put in, like everywhere. Oh, it's to increase safety. Really? Like they they do you know they do a um you know they do research on all the roads everywhere to see how safe they are yearly, how many accidents, how many pedestrians are hit cool they put in speed cameras fucking everywhere and then in in the city 
they extended the hours of the speed cam of the school speeds cameras outside of the school hours. So it was like, I thought this was about school safety or is it about you making money? It's always about making money and like people need to like in Nassau County and in Suffolk County when they started to introduce those speed cameras and everybody kept getting fucking hit like it was bad. Like, yeah, it got it was so many people that they they said, yo, shut this shit down. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Now. That was crazy. And but that has to be for everyone. You can't just sit here and accept these things. So because we keep accepting shit you, like look how I, I don't know what we, we got. I, I, this is something I've talked about with my cousins and I get I get too crazy into it. So I'm not going to get into it. But look at the reaction of what happens when you violate minorities now and Twitter finds out about it and then they find out where you work and then after they find out where you work or who you are, they then reach out to your uh, place of employment Mm -hmm. and then you lose your fucking job. Imagine if you're somebody who was bullshitting on the internet or talking shit, doing some shit you shouldn't have said or being recorded, being racist, whatever, and you lost your job for it. You, whether you try to act like you give a fuck or don't, you learned a lesson from that. You, when you eventually get your next job, will never do something like that again because you got fired from that. And that was a reaction of people coming together on a platform and look what the results were for that. So why can't people understand that? If you if we're like, yo, $15 convenience fee to pay you to mm-hmm. go here, but you want me here, and you only survive if I go here, mm-hmm. I'm, con- I'm, not incon- nigga, I'm not inconveniencing you I'm doing you the favor. If everybody had a collective mind and everybody wasn't so fucking angry at each other about dumb shit, we would be like, yeah, nah, we're not coming here unless you take, get rid of that fee. And guess what they would do? Because they had need to survive. We're the ones in power. We're yes. not the fucking inferior you, ones. You have We're to. the ones in power. We're yeah. the consumer. We're the spender. We have the money. They can't survive without us have without us spending money to do what they want us to do. So when we just agree, they swear they're going to attack on a convenience. So, so let me tell you something and tell me if I'm bullshitting right now. They can have a convenience fee, right? Mm-hmm. And after you hit submit, they can have a extra convenience fee of two dollars. If they if they wrote convenience fee, then extra convenience fee of two dollars, would we pay that extra convenience fee? Yeah. And that's retarded. And well, we would still do it. Look, it's like when you go to a restaurant and they have the gratuity included for parties over six or something not that that's a bad thing but how are you including gratuity you know what i'm saying and i, I i've had this i've had this conversation with a lot of people and i vehemently disagree with the, oh with the whole shit. you don't fuck with the gratuity no because you don't like no tipping? because this whole no I, I tip but this whole narrative of tipping is passed to the consumer when it's really the employer the employer should pay their fucking employees well enough to where they're not dependent on tips. When you went to Spain, did you ever? When you pay for anything, did you ever get a receipt that had an ability to tip? No, they no. Tell me I can't. Exactly because they do pay their fucking workers well enough. Yeah. So why here they have this propped up narrative? Like mm. look how they pass. It's called yeah, yeah. passing the blame. They are. They, they have are. this narrative of where, oh, you don't tip. Or you don't tip. I don't tip, look at it that way. Tip, tip. You're no, your tip should be within your service. Like if you if you are a, um, it should be extra, but it's now like standard. If you're a barber, right? Your price is your price. When you're doing when you're doing your cost breakdown, right? Your time, your money, how much it's going to cost, your wear and tear on your materials. So how much would you charge each cut? Oh, I'm gonna charge twenty five. Cool. That is your price. That is your service price. A tip is anything extra. You shouldn't be looking for a tip. And that's the problem. Your cost of doing business is your cost of doing business. If I ask you to make a financial portfolio for me and you tell me it's $2,000, here's $2,000. Services rendered. You gave, you've given me the money. 
you can't be looking for a tip. And I think here in the United States, they have this narrative where it's pushing towards like the uh, employer. I mean, to the uh, the customer where it's like, oh, you didn't tip. Bitch, you fucking go talk to your employer that should pay you more. Yeah. Like at Blue Smoke, in, um, it's a barbecue spot in Manhattan. They don't, there's no tipping. They don't do tipping. Oh, word? And they say it. They're like, we don't tip. So a lot of our meals are going to be a little bit more, but we don't tip because Straight we pay up. because we pay our employees well enough. And that is an example for a lot of I people. I never heard of that. That's kind of dope. I, yeah. n- I never heard of that. They come in, it's like, there's no tipping in here. And that's how it should be. You sh- you shouldn't feel as a consumer, because think about it. You know, you ever hear uh, like people like try to shame somebody because they didn't tip? Say yeah. you had $20. You ever see the movie Reservoir Dogs? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That over the seat. But look, you have $20, right? And you go to Applebee's, you go get a $10 meal. And say you don't you don't have money to tip. You ever you ever heard people say, "Oh, you shouldn't eat out if you shouldn't if you can't tip." Mm-hmm. No, I pay for the fucking food. I paid for the price of the food that was in the menu. That is the service. I gave you what was it legal tender. I gave you this money for this. That is the end of the transaction. I'm a sucker to I'm a sucker to the tip game because no, um, I tip. I don't have a problem with tipping, but this whole narrative of like you are forced to tip or you should tip, no, it shouldn't be that way. You should be paid well by your employer. By what you do? By oh, your by employer. Your employer. Oh. If you work in a restaurant, if you work at Applebee's, Starbucks, uh, where whatever restaurant, and you're. It is up to your employee. Why is your employer paying you $3 an hour? Or why does your employer pay you $5 and you're working off They'll of it? Well, they're allowed to pay you under, for some reason, That's under what I'm saying. wage. Because of tips. So like a, it's an adjustable income. But like, why is it forced to the consumer? I'm already coming out and I'm already spending this money on the meal. Yeah. Why, why is it now expected of me to pay your waiter's salary when you are hiring them? You yeah. need to adjust... Adjust your 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 uh, pay scale and pay them fairly. That's that's where the argument needs to be. So all the food industry workers, if you are upset at consumers for not paying for not tipping you well enough, that energy needs to be shifted towards your employers because they're the ones who are paying you. That's where your money should come from. They should, order restaurant worker motherfuckers gonna jump your ass when they see no. they wanna fuck you up right now. No. They hate that shit. Go to another go, I used to, I used go to, to another close, country. I used to have I used to be good friends with a waitress and um she's the one actually who taught me just like this very simple rule. Yeah. Everybody can take the rule. It's just a dollar for every five dollars. If you do the dollar for every five dollars, you always tip properly. Mm-hmm. Right? You always tip fair. So that's what I do. I've been doing that forever. And um um, she used to be a waitress in New York City, so she's told me about she's told me about mad Still wild right. shit. Yeah. Like people doing the restaurant business in New York City. She's worked at multiple restaurants, especially in like um very popular areas by Gansvort, um, fucking Midtown, mm-hmm. Times Square. And she's told me, yo, they do some real yo, New York City, they got it down with just getting away with the shady shit and just and just getting people's money over. But nah, they they treat they treat their employees bad. So one thing let me tell you, right? A lot of and especially in New York City. A lot of New York City waitresses and waiters are not U.S. citizens, right? Yeah. I know Trump got everybody thinking that Mexicans are the only people here who are illegal. No. no there's there's thousands of little Russian girls in the city right now who work in <laughs> restaurants who are just as illegal as those Mexicans I hate. For sure. Right? So, whatchamacallit, um, they all work at, re- right at you know restaurants and a lot of them are waitresses and they just get mistreated and accept the money they get, but they bank on their tips and they do get tipped well, especially depending on what restaurants you work at. Yeah. You will get tipped well, but... 
Dollar for every five dollars. That's what I do. Even when I don't like you, I don't know why I do that, but there's, I do it. There's nothing wrong yeah. with like my point is there's nothing wrong with the concept of tipping if you feel like you've gotten like extreme the most best service in the world, but the 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 conversation to where it's passed to a con, to the customer like you're going in there like let's say you go to Roof Chris and you already know you're going to spend a hundred dollars per person before the state decides everything cool so let's say your bill comes out to two fifty you're expected to tip eighty to a hundred dollars yeah. yeah you are no you should pay your fucking workers yeah because look at it my meal cost me a hundred a hundred per person. So your tip, your markup for salary should be somewhere in there. In their eyes, you shouldn't be there then, if that's a problem. But it's not a, it's not a problem. But look, look how the narrative. No, that, that's that's oh their, for that's sure. The but look how it's eyes. framed. It's like it's been pushed upon us so far. But now go to another country. I went to in, um, in Barcelona. I think it's called Ocean. Uh, I forgot what it is. It's a it's a spot right literally on the beach. It's a like it's a fancy ass spot, steakhouse, whatever. We spent. $100, we got the filet mignon or whatever. The bill came. We were like, it was like, it's like $500. We paid the bill. I'd be feeling wild, disrespectful, not tipping. Like, it's mad awkward. No, but like. like I'd be, like, be like, yo, you, you sure? You don't? They're like, no, no, we yeah, don't tip. Yeah, they're like, like, nah, listen, we're good. You, you're good? Like, they're like, like, yeah, I'm like, all right, so I can leave? They're like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's mad weird. Cause yeah. like, they're like, nah, just get out, bro. They're you're like, good. nah, you're good. And you just like, oh, shit. It's mad awkward. It's, it's, it's mad awkward. Shock. But you see how it works for them. Like, oh, they actually pay their workers, and you know, like, and and that's how it should be for a lot of things. And people go mad hard if you went to McDonald's and they forgot some shit that you ordered and you paid for. And that's the same way you need to go hard for the other things in your life, like so convenience fees on tickets. Like, there should be legislation. Why are we paying this? We're paying you for the price of the ticket. That so. is something that I extremely agree with, and I felt. And I, yo, I, so check, don't get me started, bro. We, I got this ticket in motherfucking Wine Dance parking and Wine Dance train station parking lot, right? <laughs> yo, when you, this is what gets me so mad. When, when you waste the government's time, when you waste, when you waste a business's time, when you waste a credit, a debt, a debt, uh, a company you may owe a debt to's time, mm-hmm. they charge you fees for that. Yeah. But every time motherfuckers want to waste our time. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm completely, completely fed up with that whole concept of thinking that you could just violate consumers. That's why I wish we could all just come together and not care about who's fucking racist and who's this one. I don't care about that shit. We need to come together and be like, yo, no, nah, suck my dick. Fuck out of here. Yo, I parked in that parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. You, go, I have pictures and videos because I was tight. I come back to the train. I have a ticket on my windshield. I'm like, damn, what the fuck did I do? Mm-hmm. I really don't know what I did because I thought everything was good. This motherfucker writes on my ticket parking in two parking spots like I parked in two spots mm-hmm. so I'm like oh shit I did I go to look down at the ground and not in my spot in the entire fucking parking lot there's no lines all the lines are faded mm-hmm. they're faded how can you give somebody a ticket for parking in two parking spots and you guys didn't even take the fiduciary act to make sure there's regular lines that are visible you guys the town is not even doing their part to create lines. But here you go, you fuckhead cop who has nothing better to do to come bother somebody for parking in a place that you can see has no lines. When I say has no lines, I'll show you the pictures and videos, my nigga. It's not even that. It has no lines. So now, I wasn't mad that that just happened. I was mad because I just got started my new position mm-hmm. and my court date was scheduled on a date on a Wednesday. And it's like, 
It's, I'm fucking driving somewhere now and doing something I don't want to do. It's not about... You know, I wish people valued their time the way they value stupid nah, but shit. but you know what they do. I'm doing something I don't want to do. I don't care if it's not inconvenient. I don't care if it's on the way to in the same place. I don't care. I'm doing something I don't want to do. Rich people love saying, oh, my, my time is worth money. Fuck that. My time is worth money too. If I want to do nothing because I want to do nothing, I should have that. I'm going to this stupid ass courthouse to go look at this dumbass judge in the face that's over entitled, think he's a fucking shit judge, mm-hmm. to tell this nigga, and he's going to dismiss it because he knows it's retarded once I show him the pictures. And it's like, that's not the point. I showed him the pictures, they dismissed it by just wasting my time. And I took a work day off to come here and talk to you about some dumb shit. Because, I was tight, yo. I because was tight. Because it's propped up all off of I was money. Tight. Like, all of these governmental agencies are propped up all off of money. Like, the. All of these police agencies have quotas. Don't there's no fucking way you can sit around and say they don't have quotas. Look, look at how many people they just deployed five hundred people, five hundred more subway police, for what? Like to to and now how many officers that is five hundred officers? How much is their salary? They got to make that money back. No, how much is their salary across the board? So they're out there fucking harassing people, and then you're trying to oh fair evaders. Five hundred officers. What did you say? Fair evaders, that's what they call them. Like when you jump the turnstile <laughs> and go through. So I did that shit once right in front of a cop. I was bugging. I got I got, I got a ticket. Yeah, they did pop out of <laughs> I nowhere. was drunk as hell. He was afraid. I did it with three cops against the wall and they was like, Yo, are you serious? <laughs> I was like I was, and that I was shit like, was a sixty dollar ticket. Nah, I just I didn't see y'all. I was like I really, I was like, I did not see y'all there. <laughs> I just sat there, mad trains that I could have took them and went by, I had to get this dumbass ticket. I couldn't help myself there, but nah, like you're right. No, though. but look, they, they look, violate. For let's say there's 500 officers, right? Well, they hired 500 officers to do the subway evasion, subway evader, uh, evaders, right? They let's say they make a minimum salary of sixty five thousand. No, for real. Let's say they make a minimum salary of sixty five thousand dollars a year. So sixty five, sixty five thousand times five hundred people. I think it's worth it. Three. I'm trying to count my shit. One, two. One, two, three. Look, it's $32,500,000. It doesn't... You can give everybody a fucking Metro Pass. A monthly Metro. For that. You're spending all this... Look And look at how it's framed. Like, oh, we're putting 500 more officers in the, in the subways to catch ferry evaders. And then that money for... Because it's like, oh, the MTA misses out on... $10 million a year for fair evaders. Well, you're paying these officers 32 you know, hypothetically, 32 mil, and now there's a $22 million gap mm-hmm. when you could have just paid, you could have just given these people free Metro cards. Like, so, in the media and everywhere else, they're propping up these schemes and making it seem like they're doing all these grandiose things, but in the end of the, at the end of the day... It's your tax dollars. They're spending your fucking tax dollars. When they fucking bought El Chapo out here from fucking Mexico to New to MDC to do his trial and then have all these people, it's your fucking tax dollars that, like, why the fuck are we paying tax dollars to get a motherfucker from Mexico and put him up here and do all this shit? We're paying for it. Nobody else is fucking paying for it. That's Mexico, and that's technically Mexico's problem. That's Mexico's problem. It's not our problem. And then now it's the U.S. tax dollar, U.S. citizens' tax dollar money that is going to pay for him to be in Colorado, what, I forgot what the fuck they call it. It's in Fort Collins, but they call it like it's a supermax prison. But it's your fucking money that's gonna go pay for him, a motherfucker that has nothing to do with anything and in the United States. Too. 
but nothing to do in the United States. <laughs> he's, he's chilling. Nah, I want him. Work. I want him to break out. Like I really want him because then as I did not really know he's Houdini because like I wouldn't be surprised, man. I ain't got money. OD money. You a guard up there and you making a hundred thousand? Yeah, I'll give you a mil. <laughs> you gonna turn yeah, that down? Quite even making a hundred thousand. You gonna turn that down? Like you think about it, your life is fucking miserable. You it depends are in, how ma- how bad your life is. Personally you are in too. a supermax prison in the middle of fucking nowhere, Colorado. Your life is not fucking good. And a motherfucker that's in it, yo, I'll give you a mil. <laughs> Just let me breeze out this motherfucker. Give me a coyote now. I mean, give me a. I mean, if he gives you that mil and you really want some, like, you know, all right, at least I know my family good. Even if I get caught, type shit. Yeah. Then it's a win. All right. Super win. Cause you're not gonna do no crazy time. No, you do time. I mean, think so? I said not crazy time. You don't think it'll be crazy? No, it's gonna be your first offense. <laughs> if it ain't that crazy, then look at the, look at the fucking look at the woman who was fucking the inmates in Clinton, and then she got four years. She gave them the little just she gave them the hacksaws. You never you don't remember this in 2015? Nah. Oh, they did a show on Showtime's called Escape from Denimora. That shit was lit, but. Yeah, so basically, you don't remember in 2015, and they spent 30, look, New York State New York State spent $30 million trying to catch them for two weeks. How did they spend $30 million in two weeks? Because you deployed all these people, all these dogs, all these officers, the overtime, like all types of bullshit. Oh my God. And that's what I say, like, look, that is why they'll never, ever itemize where your tax dollars go, because they'd be spending it like it's fucking, it's like us. When, it, like that. Yeah, when it's, it's income like tax. Us. Swipe, yeah, swipe, like swipe. That was that's, some clever shit. Yeah, it is like us. They will never, ever tell you where that we fucking money same. goes. Fuck yeah, we, we, all, we all the same. Because that is like us. That shit don't make sense. That itemized tax shit, though, would change the fucking game. It would change everything. For communities. Let me tell you, let me wait, tell you why. Wait, wait. wait, go wait, go wait. When you get your fucking phone bill or you get your, your national grid, everything is itemized, right? Oh, this is how much the taxes. This is how much for your usage for this month. This is how much. When you get your taxes... Oh, when you pay your taxes, you don't get shit. It don't tell you where nothing goes. Oh, you paid it. Bye, bye. Yeah. Like bye, bye, bitch. Don't fucking access where your money's going. And that is the that is what people need to do. Start to hold people accountable and start to raise um, issues and concerns about like, hey, we want to know where our tax dollars are going. We want to know. What were you about to say about communities? Um, fucking. I don't remember. All right, you um, yeah, I forgot. But fucking, <laughs> not like I don't remember. <laughs> I was about to come back to me with that shit. I don't know. No, um, but I think I think a lot of us just need to really start being help holding our municipalities, our government, and and you know just administrations account holding them accountable for things because we can't be out here like you you hold the person at mcdonald's or the deli to a higher standard than you hold these people and they're taking more fucking money from you if you pay with a five your bill was three and somebody give you a dollar back you know like, yo where the fuck is my dollar damn you dropping that talk right now man no, for real like because you talk see because you see people go mad hard every day you're right now nah, when you're yo, right. where's my 150 like Right. But you don't do that to, you know, the motherfuckers who be just robbing you fucking blind. We the fucking same. I remember what I was going to say now. He was talking about the the 30% shit with the tax. Talking about the if we could de- delegate our tax where we wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, like, specific communities with specific people would be able to fix the specific problems they care about mm-hmm. significantly. Like... We talk about, all these politicians keep talking about shit, but they're not talking about the shit that we really need to hear about. Like, if you are from a community with a bad education system and you can rally up the people 
to now say, hey, next, next, next tax season, next this, next that. We need to focus on this education money and get the right things going on because our budget is fucked up and we're not, we don't have the right things we should have. And then you convince more people to delegate though that percentage, a chunk of that percentage mm-hmm. to the education spot. You are changing. Thirty percent is a lot on this on this big scheme of money with this many people. You're changing things, and if you do it two years in a row, mm-hmm. that's now another third. That's a sixty percent. You could yo. This is such a this is such a dope plan, and it's not even a, it's six, it's thirty percent. Even if it was twenty percent, the plan would still work because it might not work in the same year now because it's a less of a percent. But over time, you would definitely be guaranteed that change if you're getting people to kind of fill you out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a matter of. Um, Motherfuckers coming together, and I know that shit sounds so tacky and corny, mm-hmm. but we distracted, yo. We distracted. We're no, missing right. out. We're gonna get right, you know. This is why we out here. If you know, you know. So you gotta, we gotta woke, we gotta woke people up to it. But this is the last topic, and I'm gonna leave it on a hot topic so that we can go into it on another episode. But teachers shouldn't have tenure, and teachers are gonna hate me. And they already hate me. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> they already hate. Yeah, you. I, mad teachers hate me. Why? Because I fucking say they don't need tenure. <laughs> said they already, that's your arch nemesis, yes. teachers. I fucking no. I hate the system. I don't hate the teachers because tenure protects bad fucking teachers, and it doesn't. It promotes complacency. It doesn't promote you to do better. Look, you and your job, right? If you fucking. If you get more clients and build more business, you get more money, right? Oh, yeah. So, shouldn't that work the same for a better teacher? Like, in any... Look, in every other fucking field that's in a non-governmental agency where it's a system of seniority, of seniority, the better you fucking do, the more you... The harder you fucking work, the more results you produce. That was wild. <laughs> the more results... I forgot to be recording. <laughs> <laughs> The results you produce <laughs> will propel you to a higher salary and more security, right? It's a white rug. I couldn't let it fall. No, you're right. No, <laughs> but it propels you to a higher salary. And people, and, and, and when you're a tenured teacher, it all it does is promote complacency. Like, you had Levine, right? <laughs> There's no that fucking. Was my guy. No, he he was he was cool, but there's no fucking way he should have been a fucking teacher. No, <laughs> like, he should have been working he back office or in a laboratory. He should smart guy probably. He probably was he smart. Been in a lab doing he, something. There's where no he talk to people. fucking way he yeah. should have been a yeah, teacher. That's true. No way. Like, but we had a lot of those though. We had, I've heard teachers a, say specifically like, "I'm telling you, motherfucker." There's like, a lot of teachers who shouldn't be fucking teachers because it promotes complacency. Look, you can come into work. And, oh, I got tenure. It's gonna take a long true. time. That's true. I I got the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have said then, that. They've said that to the students. But at, the, at the same at the same time, it limits the good teachers because now, like, think about it. If you if you challenging teachers, they could probably gonna step up. Like, yo, we gonna we gonna get these students. They gonna be on some higher learning shit. Look. Imagine if I, if if I wanted to be a teacher, right? Let's say I want to be a teacher tomorrow, right? I'm gonna be the best fucking teacher there is. You're yeah. not gonna outwork. You can be on your Morgan Freeman shit. I'm gonna Joe Clark, Esau High, Michelle you know Pfeiffer shit. Nah, nah, fuck Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm nah, she went that. off. She nah, went off in that nah, movie. Nah. You turn the bad kids into good. You know what I mean? Come on, don't act like <laughs> nah, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the H N I C. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, nah, you know but like, if I'm gonna be a teacher tomorrow, and I let's say I'm in this in this open system that I'm designing, not an open system, but like a production-based system i'm gonna be the best fucking teacher there is out there because you know what that means i can come in and i can 
if let's say I came in at fifty, but if I produce these metrics and everything, that I can be a hundred a hundred thousand next year. That that is way better than being a teacher and starting at fifty and that then fucking taking good. five years to get to eighty. You know what? You know what? You're no, you're definitely onto something. If they deleted if they deleted tenure, but they rewarded teachers for their performance, you we would have a, a better system just based off that. That's true. And and you know, teachers don't need to get offended. It's like it's a whole is everybody yeah. can judge everybody's field. Not even that. But not for nothing, I do hear and see and know a lot of teachers who complain about their situation and complaining, you know, they don't get paid and they're dealing with these kids and da 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 da. But y'all get a lot of time to rehab from those kids and those situations you are you are mad about. I mean, if you're a teacher, you could easily have a side job, a side hustle, a whole different business on the side, a season. There's a lot that you could do because you guys have so much time off. You guys get home. You guys get off at 3. You probably don't get home at 3. But you get off at 3. That's a pretty good time to get off. You're going to work a little work early. Seven to three. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, depending but on who you at are. The same time, and your job is guaranteed with tenure. That's kind of nice. And at the same time, I don't. they're delusional in this aspect, and I've said this to them. How the fuck do you expect to make $100,000 plus, but you work half the year? Yeah. Your production isn't there. Yeah. It's not ge- It's not revenue generating. Yeah. But you know, you know what is revenue That is gener- why they don't get paid. Cause, exactly. Because they're not, not generating revenue, revenue generating. But you know it would be revenue generating if, if you, and let's say, if you lived in a school district and your district was improving and there was better education metrics all across the board. And they said, hey... Would you mind, like, because remember, they vote on a school budget every fucking year. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you mind increasing your, your budget allocation for this year, Your your uh, the amount that you pay so that we can hire more teachers, more better teachers, and create better facilities? You would be like, yeah, because, you know, my district's doing well. I don't have a problem paying a little bit more. Same thing, but you can hire better teachers. Like I said, if the way in my industry, and I'm pretty sure it's the same in your industry, the more you produce, the more people fucking poach you. Like, you'll get emails from, like, you're at City. So, JP, yo, we see you're doing a lot yeah. of good fucking business over there. How about you come over here? And it's the same way, like, for me. Oh, we see you at the Times. Oh, we got a role for you at Snapchat. We got a role for you at Google. Like, it happens all the time. Yeah. Every fucking day on LinkedIn. It's like, yo, we got a role over here. Do you I got a it? phone call from somebody today, actually. Trying to my, get me over to go wherever they, where and, they is and that's my point. When you fucking producing, you get offers. So it's the same because now, like this, is, this increases your your uh, one as an individual as a teacher. It propels you in your career. Two as a district, you got more freedom to be like negotiate. Like, oh, yo, Vlad, you are fucking. You're a fucking stellar math teacher over here. Yo, come over here. We'll give you eighty five thousand. We already know they're paying you. They're paying you seventy. They would actually like that better than tenure. They just don't know they do because they're used to the whole chasing tenure. Yeah, thing. but they Yo, would like that better. Could you imagine if like so you making seventy, you make eighty five, and then that next year, listen, for the first year you make eighty five, and we'll give you incentive if you if you hit these metrics with these kids, we'll give you a fifteen percent bonus. It's the same old people who keep running these systems, and this is why we can't grow. And even though we're talking about all this shit, we we be talking about it doesn't happen because we need to get into these fields and bring these ideas to a fruition from a place of power. Yeah. For example, what if right now? Tell me what you think about this. What if tenured instead of was something you chase, your plan of performance based opportunity but tenured is an option mm-hmm. so it's like yo you've been here for five years you've been a great teacher um we're looking at some other opportunities for you and at this point there's an option where you can be tenured but you're going to remain at the salary that you have right mm-hmm. now and that's might, that might not change or it may change very you know in a small way mm-hmm. 
or you can not be tenured and you can go into this field or you can stay here and maybe we can find some better route. Like there should be an evaluation point where it's like, yo, you, you can go the tenured route or you can, I don't know, it's just like for people who really just want that, hey, I don't want the money, but I want the stability mm-hmm. and I want to chill. Okay, maybe that's for you. But to be to keep it a buck, as a history teacher, I can't remember his name. It wasn't Mrs. Patola. But he had like the fucking mustache and he was bald, kind of like the Monopoly man. Oh, I can't I remember his name. Playa. Was it him? Yeah, it was Mr. Playa. He used to always talk about his tenure. Everybody he used to talk about his about tenure. Him. Like a lot. Like he's somebody that I remember specifically telling motherfuckers. There was this one kid in our class, I don't remember his name. Like but he was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And he would sit there and he'd be like, I don't get, like, like you, you think you're offending me? Because he was roasting him. And yeah. he was like, I don't care. I'm tenured. You, you can say whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. You're just gonna fail. And you're gonna be a nobody. Yeah. He's like, it's just, you're gonna fail and you're gonna be unsuccessful in life. And that's what his mindset was. So he's like, I don't care. You can talk shit as all you want. I'm mm-hmm. tenured. And I've heard other teachers say that, but I just remember him saying it specifically. And you're right. That is a very counterproductive mindset. It is because you know he should have been. He should have been doing what he had to do for the right for the right of the of the of the students. In every other job, you are required to produce. Yeah. And like to you know produce within reason. And if you're not producing, you're required to do your job efficiently. Yeah. At least because your job is up for grabs. You can go. To, you can have a bullshit lesson plan. You can go to work and just sit there all day and not do anything as a teacher. Yeah. And your whole and, students could be and, doing backflips in the classroom and shit. And it's a long fucking process to remove a teacher who has tenure. They said it on average it costs over three hundred thousand throughout the whole process. Legal, like, because you have to get lawyers involved. There's a lot, so you spend a shit ton of money trying to get somebody with tenure removed. Opposed to if you're in a regular system, you just get put on a PIP, which is a performance improvement plan. And then if you don't improve, you get fucking fired. And that's how it should fucking work. Why Why should look? Because now change the narrative. Why should you, a taxpayer, your son goes to the school, your son or daughter goes to the school. Why should you pay for a shitty teacher? Yeah. Because you're paying yeah. for a good service, right? Yeah, yeah. Why should you pay for a shitty teacher? But you are. You want the best Back fucking teacher. Back to the teacher. bullshit. But that's I'm what I'm paid for that. Yes. I'm not, fuck, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. I don't want to pay for that. I want to yeah. pay for the best quality of what I get. When I go to fucking, when I go get some sneakers, I want to pay for quality sneakers. I don't want no shit that's going to rip. When I pay for a shirt, I want some a shirt that's not going to fade the first time I fucking watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Like, so the same way that we hold these standards for other products and items in our life is the same way we need to hold other things accountable. Yeah, like that's the we need to hold other things accountable. But that that what you just said, you hit it on the nail. Like I remember coming out of Amityville and then going to college. I don't know if some people, I don't know if some other people can relate to this, but I feel like Amityville did not set me up not to be college mentally ready. Like I had to like fail first mm-hmm. and then correct my failure and realize, oh, this is what I need to do and learn from what other people are doing and look at the way other people were moving in the school setting and try to be how to be successful in the school in the school atmosphere. Because I felt like when I left Amityville, it didn't teach me that at all. And then I started thinking back, like, damn, they were pushing niggas out and helping niggas pass and mm-hmm. doing all these like really counterproductive long term, um, you know, actions. And it was like, it was like, I mean, I remember my cousin, she was going to school in some 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 private school in Queens, and her passing her 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 passing grade. Was like, 70. Yep. It wasn't 65. Not it was 70. Trinity. Yeah, it was 70, not 65. And I remember her having to just meet all these goals and requirements. And it just held her to a level. And held they held her to a standard where when she leaves here, she's going to already know what it's like to have a good work ethic school work wise. Mm-hmm. And... And I left a situation. I don't know. I don't think Amy feels like that anymore. I hope it's not. But I left a situation where I was taught how to skate. 
and, oh, I, and, sure. I, and I learned how to skate very well. And that is a setup for long-term failure. I hope they're not still doing that. No, they're and still I hope doing it. They are really? They're, they're pretty. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, it's a fucked up system, bro. It is. Because when you leave that shit, if you don't have, like, I have my older brothers. You have a support, I you have, need a support system. Yeah, man. I have my niggas, I have my niggas around me. My niggas like Angelo. My niggas like my older brother, Kev. I have people around me who, like, were super ambitious, super driven people, and that shit is contagious. Mm-hmm. So that never fucking held me back. But it did put, it did set me back. It didn't hold me back. But it set you but back. But it set me back. Yeah. So it made me have to work twice, three times as hard as other people who were walking into a school like fucking Stony Brook that requires been, academic excellence. You would have been blown and, the fucking way. Yo, if, if I would have went there as a freshman, I would have been away. fucked. You I'm know what I mean? Saying, I didn't go as a freshman. But if I would have went there as a freshman, I would have been fucked. And it was like, yo, like these things really mattered. Like little niggas can't see it now because it's just like whatever, he hee ha ha. But when you're in the fucking regents room and you see teachers fucking hinting and and kind of like nudging like what answers are because they're worried about what they're going to look like because of their past regents scores that means nothing to you in person but then when you graduate and then you go to somewhere else and you're in colleges and you're struggling to do shit that everybody's not really struggling to do mm-hmm. then you realize oh those little those little things had an effect on me because you can't get away with that shit in college that you was getting away with in high school but it's it's weird like because a lot of our like education system is based off of self but when you go into the real world, everything's team. Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. So, like, that's if you, if I ask you for an answer on a test, right, what is it called? Cheating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if we're working together, yo, Vlad, I need help with this. It's You're just helping me. Yeah. But everything is framed as cheating when you're, in, like, so everything's flawed. Like, if you look at, if you look at the school system and how it's structured, like, it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, foster collaboration is what because ultimately that's what you need in life when you're working in the field if you're working anywhere you collaborate with people it's a team it's a team job it's not a fucking self job and all it does is like you get punished for asking somebody to explain something to you or to give you an answer rather than to teach you a lesson like and that's the one thing that I learned about like in in the technology field, as far as software engineering, like all we do is collaborate and learn from each other. Like I'll do a feature, somebody review, everybody reviews it, and they'll be like, "Oh, you should have done it this way," or "I didn't think of it this way." Oh, that's why I'm gonna. Okay, cool. I'm learning. It's all about knowledge, and it's all about learning from each other, opposed to, "Oh, you're cheating. I did this this way." Like mm-hmm. I'm not giving you an answer, mm-hmm. and that's where it's just flawed. So we need to, you know, we need to fix that. You know, moving forward, we just need to start holding people more accountable for their standards of life, standards of education, standards of everything. You feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, what are you doing? I'm feeling good right now. Brugal, man. Nah, it's it's Tuesday Tuesday night. It's a little late, but... It's Wednesday morning now. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling good, that's all. Nah, but hopefully, you know, like I said, y'all enjoy this episode because... We out here giving you gems. I hope you start holding motherfuckers accountable and stop, stop, you know, yelling at Habib because <laughs> he shorted you on the, on the chicken sandwich at, at the deli. Nah, but stop um, buying cars with your income tax money. <laughs> 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 well, who you throwing a shot at? Nobody. Nah, you being people. spicy right now. You do a shot. <laughs> nah, nah dude, that was that was nah, that was in my heart. I swear to God, I'm not. Man, people get that that couple four or five grand and they put the money down on the car. Yeah, don't go buy no Vuitton. You going right into a um. Um, just a bad also, option. Take your in-tax money and um, just do something good for yourself that is going to be long-term. Also, rule of thumb, and this is a gem my uncle gave me, and he that shit made me think one time. 
don't buy no fucking shoes that cost more than your car insurance. Because that shit, I was like, fuck. You use your car it's every day. It's more valuable. It helps you get around. If you pay $300 for some shoes, but your car insurance is $200 a month, which one Which one is more valuable? The Yeezys. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Sunday service ass motherfucker. <laughs> I, think I went I saw, to Jacob with twenty five thousand. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw you at Sunday service. Hell no, you would never catch me there. I don't believe in that yes, bullshit. No, nah, I don't believe in his his um. I don't like that he did that. That's just corny. That Sunday service shit. That's a fucking cash grab. He's selling merch at his church thing and selling merch at Coachella. You know, oh, now he's talking politics. You know who he's partnering? You know who he's partnering with? Like we're gonna. This is the last thing. You know who he's partnering with? Ooh. Joel Steve. For real? Yeah, he's doing Sunday service at his at his church. The same church that he wouldn't let Houston, Houston citizens go in when it was fucking yeah. hurricaning. Yeah. Fucked up. Fucking I don't know, man. That's, that's, pre- that's, what, that's what Kanye gonna do. Preach for profit. Nah, Kanye but... Kanye gonna do that, and then he gonna... He gonna I'm not gonna get into that. Shout us out on Instagram, at If You Know You Know Podcast, on, you know, spread the link, spread the love with your friends. We out here trying to grow, trying to manifest. You feel me? You gotta use the big words, manifest. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> T.I. <laughs> Expeditiously. Expeditiously. Nah, but fuck with us. If you know, you know. You heard? If you know, you know. Vlad Rashad, fuck with the pod. Pod guys right here. Word, we out. It's our vibe.